0: I have had uh, two or three just lately talk to me about, uh, Preacher, do you think this is part of the tribulation period or what's going on? And they're all worried and concerned about the great tribulation period. And so I sat down last night and I, I want to read to you, first of all, in Matthew 24, and then I'd like to show you some verses and talk to you about why I'm not concerned or why I'm not afraid of the wrath of God to come. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 24 beginning in verse 1, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things, Read really I say unto you, There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear wars and rumors of war. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth let him understand. <clears throat> and then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time come, nor ever shall be. And except those days shall be shortened, There shall no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Heavenly Father, I pray now in these next few moments that you'll let the Holy Spirit speak through us and let us understand this day is coming. And Lord, help us to be ready. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was reading verse 21 especially, for there then shall be great tribulation such as is not since the beginning of the world to this time nor nor ever shall be so we know according to these scriptures there is a great day coming which the world knows of and the Bible speaks much about and that's the great tribulation now the word the expression great tribulation is only used twice and this reference in the New Testament, here in Matthew 24, verse 21, Revelation 7, and verse 14. These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So we know that there is a great tribulation time or a period of time called a great tribulation coming. Now, here's how it works. God deals with mankind in all the dispensations of time since time began. The cross of Jesus Christ on Calvary, though, ended the dispensation of law and began the dispensation of grace. The literal second coming of Jesus, the personal visible coming of Jesus, will end the dispensation of grace. Then at that time begins the great tribulation time. Jeremiah 30 verse 7 says, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. This time, great tribulation period, starts by Jesus coming back for His church or saved people. Now, this is very important that you get the order. When this time begins, it only comes, it begins when Jesus comes back for the church. Believers. It ends if you, uh, when Jesus come back with His church. Now we're saying I'm saying I know that uh, most of y'all, all of y'all that I've dealt with, you know you're saved, you know you're a child of God. So I don't worry about this time for this simple reason: Jesus is coming back for us before this time starts. And he's going to take us out. And that is called the rapture. The word rapture is not found in the Bible, but it also, it says in the book of Thessalonians, first Thessalonians chapter four, verse 17 puts it this way. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's where we get the word rapture from. The word rapture is not mentioned there, but the word called out. That's rapture. And so that's what it's talking about. All saved peoples will be at the marriage supper of the Lamb after that. Then the judgment seat of Christ will take place up there, up in heaven. Now, and all hell breaks loose down here on earth for seven years at the same time. Now, folks, this is a real terrible time that's coming. There are several reasons that as a Christian, we're not worried about that. We're not troubled at this time that's coming. Number one, because Jesus has already took the believer's judgment upon the cross. Romans 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now get this please. When Jesus died upon the cross, those that believe in His blood atonement for the forgiveness of their sins, we have no condemnation coming to us. Why? Because Jesus took our condemnation upon the cross for us. First Thessalonians five verse nine puts it this way: For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus suffered for me and every Christian on the cross. And He said, it's finished. In other words, everything that's demanded by God uh, under His wrath, Jesus took it for us. All God's wrath for our sins are paid for. Jesus paid for it. So why should I worry about the raptor, the, the great tribulation period then? Uh, number two, I'm not fearful of that day because the types. And figures that God shows us in the scriptures. Now I've had people sit down with me for hours and say we're going into the tribulation period, the church is, and, and uh, they talk talk about all millennials and all these kind of millennial people that talks about if we're going to go into the tribulation period. We're pre-tribulation period people. Now all these stories that God gives us in the Bible are types and figures of things to come. Now, before God's judgment falls, now, if you read these stories in the Old Testament, God's people are always delivered or got out of the way before God's judgment fell. Noah and the ark is the instance. No water fell on Noah. Noah got in the ark. And so the wrath of God did not touch Noah. He was preserved in the ark, which is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we know by that type and figure that no wrath of God can fall on me. Lot and his daughters, uh, when they came out of Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible says that Jesus said that I can do nothing with you still in there. And so he had to come out first. Uh, Lot and his daughters had to get out. They were righteous, the Bible says so. So that means they were saved by God's grace. And here they was in Sodom and Gomorrah. And God fixing to rain down terror upon these two cities. And, and God said, but I can do nothing till I get you out. And so he sent his angels in there to get them out. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, we know they were saved out of the lion's den, out of the fiery furnace. Here's what the whole thing is all about Exodus 11, verse 7. That you may know how the Lord does put a difference between the Egyptian and Israel. One goes up, the other goes down. The world and God's people is what he's talking about. There is a difference and saved people and unsaved people. And the difference is that we are not to fear the great tribulation period. God's wrath is not going to fall on us. And I'm assured of that, not only because Jesus died for my sins, but also because He shows me in types and figures how it works. I don't fear the great tribulation because I am in Christ Jesus now. Turn with me to Ephesians for just a minute. I love the first and second chapter of Ephesians. I love it all, but the first and second chapter of Ephesians means so much to me. Uh, If you look at chapter 2, chapter 2 of Ephesians, in verse 6, And hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, if you read that whole chapter, chapter 2, verse 1 says, For you had the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. <clears throat> in verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling desire of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. In other words, Before you got saved, before you was quickened, before you was made alive in Christ Jesus, you had the same wrath of God falling on you, or promised to you, that all the others have. But, verse 4, But God, who is rich in mercy for His great love wherewith He hath loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved and had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now Romans uh, puts it a, a better way, or a different way. He said, Now are we in the heaven. Did you know as far as God the Father is concerned, if you're saved right now, you're already seated in heaven. Heaven is already your home. You know why that can be said? What can take your your salvation from you? Absolutely nothing. And I'll get to it in a minute. So as far as God is concerned then, I'm saved not only now, but I'm saved forever. Amen? And in the heart and eyes of God then, I'm already there. Now, I don't fear the great tribulation because I am in Christ Jesus according to the scriptures, all believers, all Christians, all saved people, are in Christ Jesus now. So if Jesus goes into great tribulation, so will I. But He's not going. Jesus is in heaven at that time, and so will we be. Colossians 3 verse 3 says, We are hid in Christ Jesus. You know what I like about that verse? We are sealed, we are hid we're protected in Christ Jesus from God's wrath. The devil can't touch me unless the Heavenly Father allows it to be. But he takes care of me. I'm not afraid of the great tribulation period because Jesus is coming soon. Now turn with me to First Corinthians. First Corinthians for just a minute. I guess I have read these verses more at funerals and at, in any place any other scriptures that I've ever read concerning uh, the dead in Christ, but I'd like to just look at verse 51 and verse 52 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Now, he's talking about the second coming of Christ. Now, notice here, if you would please, there's no seven-year period of tribulation, no judgment before Jesus can come then. Now, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Notice, now let's go back to Matthew twenty four verse twenty one. For then shall be great tribulation such as was not sent the beginning of the world to this time, no nor ever shall be. You know what I say then when it comes to the great tribulation period? Even so come Lord Jesus. Like the last verse of the, uh, Revelation twenty two, verse twenty said, Even so come Lord Jesus. That's our hope. That's what we're living for. I'm living for you. If I'm alive and Jesus comes, I say, even so come Lord Jesus. But if I die, I still say, even so come Lord Jesus, because I'm saved in Christ Jesus. So I don't worry about the great tribulation period, but I do believe this. You can't read the news and watch what's going on in our country and all around the world right now and not see the hand of God working towards that great day. These some of the craziest things happening in our, the world that I've ever seen in my life that I didn't think I would ever be living to see happening. And men fighting and race against race, and that's what it's talking about there in, in uh, Matthew 24 when he calls nation against nation and so on. And that's race against race and fighting against one another and so on. And, and now we're seeing it openly being manifest right before our eyes and we can see it happening. And all of that is pointing to this great day. That does not mean that that day is here. It means we're not to be stupid. We're not to be unlearned. Uh, We ought to be smarter than the world. We're God's children. So we're to be ready for the rapture. We're to be ready for the coming of the Lord. And thank God we don't have to go through that mess. Amen. When the wrath of God really begins to pour down. Now, you, you think about how uh, that everything is going right now in this country. And honest to goodness, folks, if, if they keep messing with me. I was talking to Gunner, <coughs> the, the, Don's daddy. Uh, by the way, Don Carlson, the one who got kicked by the mule, uh, a, a horse. uh her funeral service is going to be next Saturday also, but it's going to be in the afternoon. I mean, in the morning, 10 o'clock at a, at a different place. Uh, but I was talking to Gunner. He's up there in uh, upper New York right now. And uh, he said, Preacher, I don't know what people up here is going to do when it comes to winter time because of the shortage of fuel and natural gas. They, they, They went several years ago, most people there went for heating for natural gas. And here comes the president now along, and he stops fracking and everything for natural gas, and now it's getting higher and higher. He said, people can't afford even uh, heating fuel. And he said, what are people going to do? That goes to groceries, that goes to everything that's going on right now. You can see the shortage of it. And the Bible makes it very plain that during the tribulation period is going to be great famine. And we used to say, man, America's a of America plenty. And by the way, we still got plenty. But if we're forbidden to use it, that causes famine. And you can see it coming if something don't change soon. And so we say, even so come Lord Jesus. Amen. And he said he would come before that great day, and I'm looking forward to it. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your protection, and you care for your own. And thank God we're your own in Christ Jesus. Bless your people today, we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much.